top five slash mock draft Monday to everyone in the sports universe. This is the AM Drive on our YouTube page. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvelis. Aaron, how was your weekend, sir? Uh, it was good. I watched a lot of hockey. So what could be better? That's fair. And there was some good hockey games. I feel like like five of the past six hockey games, like I, as far as Saturday, before, like Friday and Saturday, like five of the last six hockey games were in overtime. And that was insane to me. Yeah, I mean, overtime hockey is, is some of the best. I mean, there's nothing that really compares to it, in my opinion. And also, uh, I mean, yesterday, all four road teams won. So, Wow. But- it's better than the NBA, I'd say, so far. <laughs> I would agree with that on every day of the week. So that's just yeah, me. Th- this year has been gross. Um, go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com to check out our sponsors, socials, shop, and YouTube. That is so hard to say. For awesome hoodies like this on our shop, Aaron's got one of his own. Where's the we got mug with the tumbler today? Uh, today's the tumbler. I'm going with water. That's fair. This mug is always empty for me, but I do have my water bottle today, so I'm not drinking soda, and that's a W. Um, all right, so let's get caught up with NBA and NHL playoffs. I I will go first here at the NBA. Um, long story short, the Warriors took back. Um, well, they won their two home games, and game four was, I'll say as Jalen Rose said, it's the one that got away um, for the Kings because Sacramento, to me, outplayed the Warriors, in my opinion, and pretty much in a lot of people's opinions, even though Warriors were getting to the line more. It felt like Sacramento was really going to steal the game on the road and go up 3-1. to one. And with like 22 seconds left, no, with like 14 seconds left or whatever it was, Sacramento had two timeouts left, and they had a chance for a fast break. Down one, didn't take it. Mike Brown calls a timeout, so they have one left. Okay, cool. So 10 seconds left. You get the ball at half court, and De'Aaron Fox gets trapped with like three seconds left. And still, in that moment, Mike Brown decides to allow Harrison Barnes, who gets the pass from De'Aaron Fox, to shoot a three. As we know how Harrison Barnes is with wide open threes, he clanks it. And instead of going to the hole, and they, they lose. I don't know what that was, but it was a complete blunder. As well as the Kings played, as well as De'Aaron Fox played in the fourth quarter, the Warriors beat them. And now you're like, crap, it's 2-2. Two to two. We do have home court advantage. But eventually you're thinking like, hey, Warriors got to win a road game, right, Aaron? I mean, that's the classic problem for the team that's the lower seed. I mean, you have to... You have to steal a game on the road, otherwise this game, this series goes seven and you lose. But I mean, you know, for all the people who were, you know, ready to write off the Warriors, they've kind of said, you know, nanny nanny boo boo. You know, they this series and every series in any sport that goes seven games. I mean, it doesn't start until the the home team loses. So we're effectively status quo at this point yes i mean the kings went up two nothing oh my god it's the legacy of the warriors what is this draymond's out is this how the is this how the dynasty dies but and, you know they're right back in it you know i mean the all the the edge goes to you know the kings now in game five but i mean you're giving you're giving these these dynasty these this these defending champions you're giving them hope again and that's the last thing you really want to do. And it's quite unfortunate for the Kings who are really in a new situation, everybody but their coach. 
you know, shout out to Mike Brown, by the way. I mean, geez, what he's done in this league, you know, from really being the laughing, you know, scapegoat of the LeBron era. And wow. uh, I mean, come on, let's call it, let's call it what it is. Uh, uh, to what he's done with this Kings team. And I think this is his first year, right? He was a former Warriors himself, not the head coach, but uh, I think he was an assistant coach. But uh, anyways, long story short, just shout out to what Mike Brown has done. And he's got him in a dogfight. I mean, this is exactly, I don't know if, if it's just me and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but this is exactly what I said to to you and I said to, to my buddies who were basketball. The, the teams are doing what exactly what this series is designed to do. So somebody's going to have to break character here and uh, unfortunately i have to go with the kings just because of the lack of experience right now i have the kings in six oh, I, I really like do are gonna win this huh i think the Warriors are gonna win this because i think the i think the kings are gonna blink here's the problem with that and, and like if i'm the kings right now i'm satisfied in like in like a really angry way but like i know i could be up three to one on defending champs i know like it, it's it's you know, we let one get away. Game three, we, you know, dream, I, which I said, you know, Draymond's, I, I feel like Draymond, while he had a great defensive play at the end, Draymond got away with like probably 10 fouls. It was only called for four of them and one technical foul. You knew that was going to happen, which is why people are questioning the refs once again. But I just feel like the Kings, they have just outplayed them, in my opinion. And it's two to two, like you said. But I feel like if they can win game five, I'm like, we're going to Golden State. We're cl- we're killing these guys. But here's the question. I mean, and it's not it's it's not a a knock on the Kings here, but it's like you almost feel like this has been your NBA Finals, your Super Bowl of sorts. You, you you haven't been in the playoffs in almost two decades, and you're still you're just tied. I mean, you've given it everything you've got, and you're just tied two two. So, That's true. Steph has been good, and Clay had a big game um, as well. Um, Timberwolves avoided the sweep last night. When everyone else on the East Coast was sleeping, I was too, and they beat the Nuggets in overtime. Anthony Edwards has been great, by the way, um, for the Timberwolves. He's like the only person doing well with Cat always in foul trouble. And the Knicks are up 3-1. to one. Um, I feel like – I don't want to use this excuse that Donovan Mitchell's hurt, but Donovan Mitchell has been horrible in New York in games three and four. So this one goes back to Cleveland with the Cavs back against the wall. And I thought the Cavs were the better team because they had the better player in Donovan Mitchell. And it has been Jalen Brunson has stepped up for the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, that Knicks team, like you said, they're young, they're hungry. They've got a little bit more playoff experience than than Cleveland does right now. And the, the train goes with Donovan Mitchell, it seems. And that's exactly why they brought this guy in and – when it doesn't go out of the station, it ain't going anywhere. So, right. I mean, it, it's hard to say that Cleveland's out of it. They're going to have a home game. They're going to have what two out of three home games left, and uh, you know they got a shot. So you just, you know, if you're the Knicks, you gotta you just step on their throat. And Tom Thibodeau has done a good job with this team as well. Um, and NHL, I know the Kraken have led in all three games, which makes me angry. I mean, they scored first in all three games against the Avalanche, but go ahead and tell me what's going on, what's popping in the NHL. Well, I mean, the NHL is pretty clear. It's, it's you know, the, the first round is always a fun round because the way that they have the playoffs set up, you almost feel like you have a more competitive balance. You have your division rivals. Obviously, Tampa and Toronto are battling. I mean, we had 
I, I know starting there sounds like a homer, but you know, we had we had two 60 goal scorers getting a fight. That was awesome. Austin Matthews versus Steven Samkos, Nikita Kucherov in a fight as well. I mean, I'm not a refs guy, but I think they missed one there. I mean, the fact that your two top scorers, top point getters, are running to the defense of a guy who's bowed into the boards there by a, a, a much bigger dude. And it, it to me shows that I think the refs missed one. But again, it's it's not a big deal. The, the, the thing that scares me with Tampa right now is Vasilevsky looks human. And that's uh -oh. a problem. He, he's not the guy of the last three years who's just been an unstoppable force and a movable object. Uh, Boston took care of business at home or uh, on the road. They're up three to one going back home. Um, hoping to be about a hundred dollars richer for that. So let's, let's go, let's go Bruins. Uh, let's see what else do we got. You're right. You're cracking. Like you said, they're hanging in it. I think they're down three to one now. Um, it is three to one. It, it is three to one. If I, my memory serves correctly or no, uh, I think it might be two to one. I think it is two to one, but if it is, I wouldn't care. It's so hard to keep track of. Everything going on. Of course, the Oilers and Kings, another overtime game. Out of the four games they've played, we've got uh, we've got three overtime games. Oh, Edmonton won. Woo! Edmonton did. They won an overtime. It was crazy. They were down 4-3 in the third. Evander Kane tied it up. It was insane. You know, the one series that makes me laugh, and it's nothing against our boy Cody, but, you know, we were talking to Cody before the playoffs started in the Carolina Hurricanes Islanders series. He said, bet the under in every game. Well, He'd be one in three right now. <laughs> He'd be one in three in those games. I mean, they've actually put some points on the board. Uh, the one series I haven't just got enough invested in, except for the first couple games, uh, is the Stars Wild. It's it's not that it's a bad series. It's just one of those series that, because it's in the mountain, you know, time zone, it comes on while the other, you know, the the East games are ending, and some of the, you know, the, the Oilers King, the Oilers Kings is must see TV for me right now. So. The Stars Wild almost takes a, a back seat, in my opinion, of the um, of the games during that day. You know, I, I enjoy the Panthers, the Islanders, the Bruins, you know, and the yeah. Hurricanes games. And, and of course, like for me, I said Oilers-Kings is just must-see TV, in my opinion. So right now, I just, uh, unfortunately, the Oilers, or the, excuse me, the Stars Wild just hasn't got enough love from me. And I, I just don't think it's a big it's a big matchup in terms of what we've got in the first round. And uh, yeah, I mean, what are you looking at today here? I mean, you have Devils Rangers, Maple Leafs Lightning, Knights Jets, and Avalanche Kraken. I know you want your Kraken to get back in. I mean, this is a home game for the Kraken. You think they can get back in this series? Um, oh, That's tough because I, I'm, I'm a, I know Seattle's got great fans. I, that's why I was one of the reasons why I'm a fan. I think Kraken get back in it. Um, because especially after what Nathan McKinnon said, I don't know if you caught that, but apparently he was quoted as saying, this is the hardest first-round series I've been a part of against this Kraken team. So I was happy about that. I mean, we're kind of in his head, although he might just be using that just to, I don't know. But I feel like I feel like we can get one we can get one back. But then again, that they're up two to one, and they kind of want to put their throat, like put their foot down on us. So I wouldn't be surprised either way, really. Yeah, it's surprising to me. I mean, that the Kraken are actually better on the road than they are at home, <laughs> record-wise, at least. So don't tell me that. <laughs> it's been an interesting game. I mean, honestly, the Kraken have been the more aggressive team. They just aren't getting the pucks in the net enough on Georgia right now. Have you checked the um, NHL playoff bracket yet? 
Uh, no, because nothing's over. No, the first round's still going. Okay, because I, I know in their NBA playoff bracket, I think I got one round. I think I got one series completely correct. I think I forgot like which team moved on already. Only one series is over, so which one is that? Philly. Yeah, so I actually did pick a sweep in that one, so I was happy. Yeah, I think I picked five games. I I wanted to, I I thought about the sweep, and I'm like, no, nah, I'll give Brooklyn a, a, a game. But Brooklyn was close a lot of times, and also I did um have, I've got Wolves to lose in five, so I'm very happy they got an overtime win last night. I think I have the same thing. I think I have Wolves, or uh, I think I have uh, Nuggets, yeah. and I think I had Suns in six, which I think they're trending toward that as well. They're up. That's what? good. They're up three to one, right? I believe. Yeah, and Hawks, I think I had them losing in six, and I think they might lose in five. So, yeah, I think I had Hawks losing in five, and they played a good game the other day, though. Yesterday, I got Lakers in six, so I'm happy about that, too. They're up what two to one? They're up, yes, yeah, because I'm, I'm Josh scored 22 straight. That was cool, <laughs> and a loss. And Dylan Brooks got ejected. That was stupid, too. Um, are you ready for the next segment though? Any, any last word on the NHL, by the way? I want to take that away from you. Uh, no, no, I mean, it's, it, it's, you know, it's the daily grind of playoff hockey. You know, you're going to have ebbs and flows. I remember people, you know, blowing up my phone when Boston lost game. <laughs> I'll look at them now. You know, it's, it's just funny. The ebbs and flows of these series right now, as it stands, the better teams are leading series right now. It's not over. But the better teams are leading. I like that. And you guys will like top five NLB teams along with our top 10 NFL mock draft. That will be fun. Aaron's got pick one. Cannot wait for that. But first, a word about safety. If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. All right. Welcome back here to this Monday, I guess, Monday mock draft edition of the AM Drive here presented by Fanatics. It's very simple. You go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, and then you click that Fanatics logo. Takes you into the Fanatics shop where you can shop until your heart's content on all your favorite players, teams, and leagues. You Once you click add to cart times a million and pay with your Discover card, let's call it. <laughs> Discover is always all about the NBA, so or I'm sorry, the NHL. So we'll call it the Discover card. Once you pay with your credit card, it helps out this channel tremendously. For that, we thank you, and you're going to get the very best in sports merchandise, memorabilia, and apparel. Once again, Fanatics and Mike and Aaron Drive are the number one pick when it comes to your sports gear. Amen. And we're not a bust. Huh? And we're not a bust. That's right. Top five baseball teams. This hat is very comfortable for Fanatics, by the way. I don't know if it's got all the stitching of the logos in it, but it's very comfortable. So just let you know. That's good. You got a big head. I do. Size eight, baby. All right. Top five baseball teams. I'll go first from five to one. Number five sneaking in here, and probably because I don't know if they're going to be here again. The Cubs, who were not ranked, their um, run differential <clears throat> is looking good. They're one of the hottest teams right now. So I had to sneak them in there at number five. Number four. The Yankees will stay put because they, they did take care of the Blue Jays. I believe in like they went like two out of three or something like that. Um, but the Yankees are on skating on thin ice. Number three, the Rangers, who are not ranked, but they're wow, they came out of nowhere last week. 
Number two, the Brewers have dropped a spot. And number one, your Tampa Bay Rays have taken the top spot. I could not let it go any longer. Week three, Rays on top of the first time. Wow, you knocked the Braves out, huh? Yeah, they, they, yeah. Come on, now. like four and six for the last ten. Ooh. Yeah, they have lost four in a row. I, I get that. They're not playing great hockey or great hockey. They're not playing great baseball. <laughs> not playing good hockey either. But uh, the Braves stuck around in my top five. But uh, yeah, I did have I did have a shakeup. I had two teams come back uh, come in at number five. I'm gonna stay. I should have left them in last week, but I didn't because I thought the injury would really. Uh, destroy them let's call it from o'neill cruz uh but um number five for me is the pittsburgh pirates uh what they've done you know like i said you know in the face of adversity right now they've won seven in a row they had the best record in the national league um still not a full believer yet but the pittsburgh pirates are going to jump back into number five for me uh milwaukee is sitting at four after being at four last uh last week um not much change out of them. They're sitting there behind the Pirates. I think they're better than the Pirates, so I'm going to leave them ahead, even though they are one game or technically half a game behind the Pirates uh, in the standings. They're not doing great at home. Uh, number three for me, the Atlanta Braves. They did drop a spot. They're number three. Um, right. Lost four in a row. They haven't looked great. I know that they had to play a series against the Padres, you know, last that's, week. And That's fair. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough spot. So they're still in my – it's still in my – Top five, but they're going to slide to number three. Number two, jumping all the way up, is those Texas Rangers. Now, I know we're a little worried about, you know, Jacob DeGrom. Guys always seems to be hurt, but right now they are firing. And it's it's a roster that's not that sexy. I mean, they've they've spent the better part of five years trying to acquire a lot of, uh, let's call it big-name talent, and it hasn't really worked out for them. And they still have some big names on the team right now, and it's it's they're playing a little bit better ball, in my opinion, than they have in the previous years. So number two right now is the Texas Rangers, and of course, number one, 19 and three. 19 and three. Uh, you know, they they're outscoring their opponents by 88 runs. They uh they are those Tampa Bay Rays. They're just off to an incredible start, and who knows how long this they can keep this up. And you know what? I wanna I want to give a, a special, I don't know if this is a shout out necessarily, but uh, shout out to the NL West. I mean, this is a tough division. <laughs> I don't know if it's tough because all the teams are just good and beating each other up or all the team, the teams are just bad. And it's just a, it's a, it's a, just a buffet of mediocrity. I don't know that. I mean, it's too early to tell. Oh, right that's now. mean. I mean, look, nobody gave the Arizona Diamondbacks a chance. And the fact that they're still a basically 500 team and they're leading this division, I mean, what does that <laughs> say about the Padres, Dodgers, and Giants? I mean, I don't know. Dodgers <laughs> are plus 19 and are, are behind the um, Diamondbacks. Who are Everybody four. division is minus rug differential. That's insane. Good morning, <laughs> sir. Yeah. All right. Um, Are you ready for some mocking? Because we don't ever do this until now. I am ready. Woo! First 10 picks. Aaron's going to get picks 1, 3, 5, 7, and 9. I'll get 2, 4, 6, 8, and 10. And Aaron, uh, let me make sure this is going to – okay, good. And I know you cannot see this, but basically – I can see it. Oh, good. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and start this draft via PFF. And right now on the clock, 
Panthers, and we cannot do trades apparently, which is dumb. We have to subscribe now to that crap. Oh, you can't do trades. Okay, no problem. Isn't that dumb? Uh, it's a little silly, but hey, uh, they want to get their uh, they want to get their money. So Panthers need a quarterback, wide receiver, and edge. And um, yeah. All right. Well, here's kind of how it's gonna go, and and I have a feeling that you know people are are going to. You know, this is the consensus, obviously. Um, I don't love any of these quarterbacks that are projected to go in the top, you know, however many picks in the draft. If I had to pick one that I like the best, I would have to say it's this guy. And it seems like Carolina's just with him as well. And uh, he he aced the, all of the cognitive tests. He's coming from... <laughs> you saw that? Yeah. <laughs> Someone else didn't. Someone else did really bad in those cognitive tests. So uh, he, he he seems to check all the boxes with the exception of height right now. And uh, I mean, there's no way that the Panthers traded the the ransom that they did to come up against anybody else. But this guy and it's Bryce Young, it's it's Bryce Young, the number one pick. Uh, do I think it's the, the best pick, you know, that they they should make? No. But again, you don't trade all the way up there to go get a guy like Will Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um, so that, actually, that's a good point. I'm glad you mentioned that you don't trade all the way up. I, I like that point that you just made. That was good. So Bryce Young's off the board. Mel Kiper, you like that pick? Oh, wow, wow. Bryce Young's a little bit undersized. I might prefer to see this. Let me shut up. Okay. The Pat McAfee guy does a better job than I do on that one. Okay. The Houston Texans, we cannot trade, which is really stinking sad about this. Um, I, people are not going to like this, okay? There are some people that say, oh, well, they're going to get rid of Davis Mills. Remind me who their coach is again, Aaron, and tell the people who the coach for the Texans is. Uh, it's D'Amico. Okay. With that being said, we're going to go with Will Anderson, Edge out of Alabama. I'm sorry. I don't know if he's, if he's sold on any of these quarterbacks. We're going to go with Will Anderson as a can't-miss prospect, supposedly, and I'm going to say he passes on a quarterback if they don't trade the pick. Yeah, I mean, like you said, this is obviously highly based on picks being traded. Who's trying to reach up? Is anyone trying to jump up and grab C.J. Stroud? I don't know. It doesn't seem <laughs> – it seems like his stock is dropping by the minute. I've heard rumors that Will Levis is moving up. I don't know if that's because of C.J. Stroud or if it's just because of Will Levis. Then you have, of course, the 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 biggest question mark of the draft, and that's Anthony Richardson. So let's look at the Cardinals. Obviously, we know – they're sticking with Kyler Murray, you know, till death do them part. Great statue. Yeah, uh, for me, this one feels like, you know, they they could probably go in a multitude of different directions. But at number three, I see them making an attempt to trade out. However, can for, I um? You want me to subscribe to it real quick or no? No, for for purposes okay. of this draft that we can't trade, that we're actually going to make all the picks. Uh, for me, I, I would have looked at a guy like Will Anderson if both quarterbacks went off the board. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a big splash here if I'm Arizona and I can't trade this pick. I'm going to try to complement my running quarterback with a dual threat Christian McCaffrey like running back, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the big splash of the draft and take Bijan Robinson. Three. I wouldn't mind that because James Conner, you know, you don't know about his health, cancer, or otherwise. Oh my god, you and the cancer. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, here come the Indianapolis Colts, and if the Colts cannot trade out of this pick, miss me with your um with your Will Levis bullcrap. First of all, we're not taking Will Levis. If I'm a Colts fan and I'm doing this draft, we're not doing that. Okay, so you look at these quarterbacks. You got C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. Listen, this guy's the one that intrigues me, Mr. Anthony Richardson, because he is the wow of a prospect. But I think we could also wait for, you know, Hooker or Clayton Chun, who I freaking love, by the way. So we're going to wait for a quarterback. And it, for the purposes of this, if we are just, you know, just waiting for this, for this I'm going to say this. We've been building a defense. But our offensive line was horrible last year. But we also need a wide receiver. And the wide receiver I like, Aaron, is this guy right here. Okay. We have not had a wide receiver one. I know you could argue Michael Pittman. You could argue Alec Pierce. So it's between Jackson Smith and Jigba and Pierce Kurowski. Aaron, you got to go with JSN if you're not going to trade the pick right there, right? I think it's a little high, uh, in my opinion, for, for Jackson Smith and Jigba, however you say his name. Uh, <laughs> back to like eight or nine, they could definitely get him. And again, this is all obviously just based on the fact that we can't trade picks at this point. But yeah. um, moving on, I have the Seattle Seahawks. And this is really where one player has been projected to go all along. Now, I know that player has moved and bounced and but still stuck around this area and i think for pete carroll it makes perfect sense to go with this guy <gasps> uh, because he's just a project and and that's what pete carroll has just been great at is just building these projects see geno smith uh and yeah yeah you nailed it right on the head there's the guy out of florida he's they're gonna take anthony richardson i love that pick for seattle i love it I so now I have Detroit. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. There's a chance they may take CJ Stroud here. I mean, I think they're really? gonna. I think they're gonna take a quarterback now. A lot of people don't because they think that they're just in love with Geno, and I think the, I think the way to, to to soften this blow is to take Richardson over CJ Stroud because CJ Stroud seems to be the more closer to come in and take your job than Anthony Richardson is. It seems to me that if you draft Anthony Richardson, you're almost not gonna play him in year one at all. Is fine for Gino and fine for Pete Carroll to have another playoff run with Gino. <laughs> Agreed. CJ Stroud doesn't necessarily say the same thing if you draft him. Right. Detroit Lions are on the clock right here. And I know Jared Goff has had a great season, but I want to make it clear. We're going to talk about something in the last segment that we probably could have done before this. That Jamison Williams, one of their top guys, finally was healthy and now he's in trouble for betting which is really stupid four mm -hmm. of them guys are um they need a wide receiver obviously now even more so a tight end we're not doing tight end number six and defensive interior jalen carter if he's still on the board again if there's no trades at this point and we're number six on the board jalen carter and the lions gm just came out and said he's a lot more higher he's a lot higher now on jalen carter than he was before he met with him I'm going to say Lions. They got another stretch with Aiden Hutchinson. Let's shore up that defensive line. Yes, and, and Dominicans, not in Dominicans, an Aaron Donald type guy, Jalen Carter at number six for the Detroit Lions. 
I think it's the perfect pick with based on the way our, our draft has gone. I think it's the perfect pick right there for the Detroit Lions. Build up that defense, uh, come back around and try to get yourself a couple playmakers in the second and third round. All right. The Raiders are going with Raiders are on the clock. There's no Derek Carr. They've draft or they've signed Jimmy Garoppolo. This just feels like a no brainer. He's fallen into my lap. It's CJ Stroud is the pick. (laughs) There you go. See you, Stroud of Ohio State. The cognitive thing, I've heard, I love how the, the guy who like made that S2 thing or whatever is saying, well, some of that stuff is, you know, a little bit skewed or or maybe wrong. He never said CJ Stroud got, got a got a wrong grade. I love how he never ruled that out. So CJ Stroud could suck at the cognitive test. And the GM is quoted as saying that it doesn't mean if you have a high one, you're going to be good. If you have a low one, there's 100% chance you do not perform well at the next level. That was insane to me. Yeah. It's, I don't know it, if you read that quote. I did not read that quote, but it, it is true. I mean, there are certain things that it's not really a football-based test. It's really a test of your ability to kind of cognitively solve problems quickly. Process information. Yeah, process information. So uh, – it all, you know, all that stuff kind of matters on reading the defense. Now, can it be fixed? Of course. I mean, you know, the smartest guy in the world can work outwork the, you know, the the, or the the dumbest guy in the world can always outwork the smartest guy, you know, when the smartest guy in the world, you know, takes a day off. So, uh, I mean, it just seems at number seven, you kind of almost have to go with CJ, unless they just love Will Levis. I, I just, there's rumors that they're going to trade up and get Richardson. I think, I, I think that would seal McDaniel's fate. <laughs> Okay, cool. All right, so Falcons are on the clock. They supposedly need a quarterback. I'm not buying it, especially with C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and Bryson off the board. I'm not. I'm gonna say Will Levis falls if we're going by this draft. With do the Falcons, you also need a wide receiver. And Jackson Smith and Jigba's gone. Edge rusher as well. But there's a wide receiver on the board named Quinton Johnston from TCU, who I like. But is he a top ten pick? Hmm. I think that um, what's his name? Um, the coach for the Falcons, Arthur Smith, is building a defense, and there's been talk that the Falcons could actually do a like could perform well. Um, this year, like win twelve games. I don't know about twelve games. I think they're in contention for winning the um the NFC South. So I'm gonna go with we're gonna go with Nolan Smith from Georgia, the edge rusher. We're taking another oh. defensive line guy. What's wrong? No, I like that. I like that pick for them. Okay. Bears. I don't know if he's a top eight, a top ten kind of guy, but he is definitely sitting right outside the cusp that if you took him at eight or nine, it it's not the worst thing in the world. <clears throat> he's not Jalen Carter, but he's pretty good himself. Right. Uh, so the Bears here, they decided at this offseason to trade that number one pick, which means they're not taking a quarterback, which means they're sticking with Justin Fields. I think you got to protect the guy. I think it, it makes the most logical sense that you're sticking with a small, undersized quarterback who's going to take off and run a lot. You need to have his blindside protected. And, you know, the guy in the draft, the Panay Sewell of sorts, is this Peter Skaronsky, uh guy out of Northwestern. So, logically, he is just the pick. Mm-hmm. However, I'm going to go in it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go in different well, directions. I'm going to knock you out if you do I that. I saw that you made the pick, so I wanted to throw a curveball. But, no, Peter Skaronsky is the pick there for the Falcons at nine. Right. Or, I'm sorry, Bears at nine. So the Philadelphia Eagles are in a conundrum here because Aaron went ahead and stole B. John Robinson in because, you know. Not me. The Cardinals did. 
Well, yeah, because we couldn't trade him. So I, I agree with – I like the pick there. So the Eagles are on the clock here, and we're in a conundrum right here. Wide receiver, we need a guard in the centers, defensive interior. Defensive interior guy is gone. I don't ever want to take this Kalijah Kansi guy out of Pittsburgh. We also need a safety. Would love to trade out of this pick, Aaron. I really would. But remember I told you the Falcons could have won a guy, and I know that you didn't like him, but to be fair, before I don't know how he got to 25 at this point, before this draft he started dropping, I'm going to go with Quentin Johnson, the freak out of TCU. Really, the Eagles another wide receiver. They already have A.J. Brown. They already have Devontae Smith. You mean Quentin Johnson? Oh, well, there's – okay, now it's just going to simulate. Good. I didn't, I didn't realize I was going to do that. There you go. Uh, oh, so <laughs> Titans picked the tight end. There you go. What was that? It automatically picked it? Yeah, because um, I, I only picked our teams. Okay. I only do like, our top 10 teams, and now I feel stupid. That's all right. Let's, let's, uh, I, I want to keep I, going. Yeah, I'd go with that. Uh, can you back out of that pick? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Not anymore. Well, uh, this, how about seven. you go? How about you do Texans now? All right. Well, the Texans, we took, uh, who did we take with that number two pick? I took, took Will Anderson for y'all. So there you go. All right. With Will Anderson, we took that number two pick. Uh, I mean, obviously, the Texans just need a ton of help on quarterback. <laughs> every side of the ball. I understand they need a quarterback. I think, like you said, there's still a chance that, you know, they could take a quarterback later and see what happens here. Uh, for me, I think they go with Tyree Wilson, the defensive end out of Texas Tech. I think they need to. I mean, in the three most important positions, you have tackle. You have Larry Laramie Tunzel there. You have quarterback and you have edge. We don't have a quarterback right now, but the edge rusher, um, you know, the edge rusher has to be Tyree Even Wilson. With Will Anderson gone? What do you mean with Will Anderson gone? I mean, Wait, who, do you, who do you want? Tyree Wilson. Hold He's on. He's an edge rusher. All right, cool. Bingo. Out of Texas Tech, there you go. Huh. Oh, Jets are going to take the next guy. Patriots. This is sad. Oh, so it's just going now, huh? Well, yeah, until we get to our next guy, which I think is the Lions. Packers. <laughs> pa why would Packers do that? I don't like that. So it's just auto-drafting now, huh? Well, now, now, now it's the Lions, so I'll, I'll do Lions if you want. Okay, yeah. This weird. will be a, for a quick first round, more, more faster than I thought. Okay, cool. So Lions, we just picked up, or somebody, uh, that was me picking up Jalen Carter. My receiver's still on the board, but we're going to do that to Jamison Williams. I need a tight end, I need a defense interior. Let's take a guy who's stuck here, who was a pick 14, apparently. Let's uh, do – now we already, we already got Jalen Carter. Let's hear our tight end, Aaron. Can I do Michael Mayer here? Yeah, whatever you want. It's your pick. Yeah, but who's on the tight – how do the Lions not have a tight end? They traded Hawkins in a way. Then we're taking Michael Meyer or Mayer, whatever his name is. But you're okay. This is sad. Oh, you can get Seahawks now. There you go. All right. Well, if I'm the Seahawks, I know I have I know I have issues on the offensive line. Uh, but I feel like where am I at here? What am I picking? 18, 20? 20. Uh, I feel like in this spot. You already picked up um <clears throat> Anthony Rich. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in this spot, I'm going to make a splash. <laughs> and I'm going to take Jordan Addison out of USC. I like that. That third wide receiver of the USC connection with Pete Carroll. I know, that, you know, Pete Carroll was a long time ago, but, um, you know, can you imagine? You got Geno, and you got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and Jordan Addison to throw to. That's nice. Yeah, I don't hate it. That might be. Is that it for us? Eagles. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have the Eagles at the at thirty. There you go. Okay. Trying to, see what, trying to see what picks are taken. Lucas Van Ness. Saints pick up a tackle. Oh, Eagles. Okay, we're back. So Eagles. I believe we're gonna have Quinton Johnston. We got our wide receiver. Um, wide receiver again, so we obviously that's off the board. Um, guard, center, lot. Let's see who the people are picking with this. People I are think, picking Bijan Robinson here. I think you have to take a safety here. Or a I think defense. I do too. Josh Jones is great, but he's not a first round pick. Cam Smith is there. Jameer Gibbs. Ooh. Jameer Gibbs is there at Alabama. I would mm, let's do Joe. Can I do Jameer Gibbs here if he's still there? At 30. Let's do it. Well, he's, he's going to be – you get it. There you go. And she's – okay, that, that's it. So here is our – they're grading our draft now. Woo! Wow, that's stupid. There you go. There's your picks. And um, they didn't grade our draft. So there you go. Cool. Awesome. That, that sucked at the last part of that. That was my bad. Hey, we, had a, we had a fun time, though. We made like a third of the first round. Picks. That's good. All right, cool. Let's take another break. We're talking about the Lions conundrum. We'll be right back. Wrap it up. They're still watching. You can tell them about fanatics. Well, I'll talk about it quickly here. Just basically make sure that you go to fanatic or mikeandarendrive.com when you click fanatics. It'll take you into the shop. You can shop for everything. You can shop for minor league baseball, major league baseball, hockey playoffs, basketball playoffs, NFL draft merch, anything you can think of. They've got it there at mikeandarendrive.com. Click fanatics. Get your Jameer Gibbs Eagles jersey. <laughs> Get your Anthony Richardson Seahawks jersey. That would be, I would love that pick low key. Like, I really would. And I'm not even, I'm not even Seahawks fan, but I support the Seahawks, really. Okay. Um, Jameson Williams is among four Lions players arrested. I'm kidding. Suspended for betting on football because that's what we do. You know, if there's anything we learned from Calvin Ridley, is to keep on betting on football. <laughs> that's what we yeah. learned from the first situation here. We're going to do it again. Shout out to the absolute jerk moron. Jameson Williams, who has thrown away a year of his career. And to me, Aaron, they might do more than a year. I'm going to tell you why. Well, he's only suspended for six games. That's stupid. Why? I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying he's not out for He's already out for the first year because of his ACL injury. So let me look at this straight. Calvin really literally did this, and the league said we're hammering down for indefinite turning to a year. 
So to me, the guys who do it after him should get more because they're like, we just set the precedent for this, you idiots. This is dumb. This is sad. Yeah, so Calvin Ridley allegedly bet on NFL games. Not allegedly, yeah. did bet. So that's why he got a year. Now, allegedly, the two wide receivers, Williams and another guy named Stanley Berryhill, <laughs> were not betting on NFL games. They were allegedly betting on college games. Um, why, why can't they do that? Uh, so I understand that, you know, that the NFL is in bed with gambling now and I get it. And it's like, why can't they do these things? And if you, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the adage or the, the analogy. If you leave the door open a crack, someone's going to push it open. So leaving the door open a crack to let them bet college football or baseball or anything like these players have enough influence or have enough connections Ooh. that they can still you know control games they can you know they like say your little cousin plays and you know quarterback you know you know for this oh, team wow that's smart okay i got you there's still enough influenced by these guys and they have enough money to influence the outcome of games uh and leaving the door open by letting them bet college now you're you're held to a higher standard uh, i i can understand it from both sides i understand what you're saying like you know these guys are betting college who cares well Again, they're still. No, I agree. I, I'm on your side. I get it now. Everybody knows everybody in this world, in the sports world. So you know, it's the, the question I have is uh, the two the two other lions, Cephas and C.J. Moore, and then um, Shaka Tony, who is the defensive end for the Commanders. They're suspended indefinitely. So the question becomes, what did they bet on that Williams and Barry Hill? only got six and they're indefinitely now they say indefinitely but they can reapply after a year so uh now, but, but well calvin really bet on falcons games we found out so yeah so i'm curious to know who bet on what and how much it was it a was it a, a matter of amount bet types of bets i wonder what it was i'm curious it might have been amount too that's a good one i don't know i don't know if that really matters because that's just a poor personal thing but like you said like Calvin Ridley didn't he only bet like fifteen hundred bucks on the on that parlay that had the only. Falcons. I know, but I'm saying with, with the money these guys make, I mean, yeah, that's 50, true. And to them, is a different number. It's fifteen bucks, yeah, one hundred and fifty. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a different thing here. So I'm just curious, you know, what they did to get indefinite suspensions versus Williams and Barry Hill to only getting six. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Oh, I just read it right in the article. They did not bet on NFL games. The others did. <laughs> Great is. article. <laughs> Aaron, just, this is why Aaron does the research. You just can't. You can't bet on NFL games. Like, it's dumb. Like, what is it worth to you? Why is that worth it to you? I don't know. I feel like, are you throwing away your, your own money? Because if you or, have a gambling problem, that's a problem. If you feel the need to bet NFL games as an NFL player, just use a proxy. Mm. Just go Don't have tell a, them that. I'm just saying, if you're trying to circumvent the system, being the active person who bets on the games is not it. Or you bet US. Bet US. Oh my God. I'm just saying, if I was if I was a, a if I was Quentin Cephas, Quintez Cephas, and you're my buddy, I would tell you to go bet the games and we would split it or whatever. Yeah, were you being in trouble? I I'd tell you, I'd turn you in, pal. Give some money for Roger Goodell. What a jerk. Thank you. Go ahead. Take 
Take us um, all the way home. And Kyle Murray's statue, he's immortalized. <laughs> Woo! He can stand, he can, they can build him next to Baker. <laughs> Hopefully, I hope Johnny Manziel has one at AM. I really do. I don't know if he does. I, I know Tebow's I got why. I know Tebow's got one in Florida, but I don't know who well, else. Tebow's has. a model Christian. Come on, man. He is. I always I was always waiting for the day that like Tebow would have a story come out like Tiger Woods's, where he was like, you know, banging all these chicks and just, you know, having nights in Vegas where he's drinking. But nope, Tim Tebow is a model citizen. So no, some people have LeBron's PR and some people have Tiger Woods PR. There you go. Yeah, we all know LeBron's not squeaky clean either. So <laughs> I don't know, man. You I don't buy it. Anyways, that's I all. agree. <laughs> All other topic. So we're gonna go ahead and put a kibosh on this one, put a pin in it. Say happy Monday to all of you guys, and thank you for sponsor. Or thank you for supporting us and tuning in. And if you want to sponsor us, of course you can do that. Check out the mock draft. We'll put up a graphic with that. Of course, our MLB top five as well. But until Friday, enjoy the playoffs, both NHL and NBA. And of course, as always, drive safe. Have a good one.